Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast, where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Power Blade for the NES. Power Blade was developed by Taito and, I think, also Natsume, originally in Japan. Yeah, I saw that. But was remade by Taito alone and published in North America in March of 1991 and in PAL territories in January of 1992. Once again, that year late train. Yeah, yeah. Now, we all know Taito. They are the powerhouse of arcade gaming that really kicked off the, the first huge wave with the seminal classic Space Invaders. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Very, very influential. And then many other arcade hits and games for the NES. But this game was originally released in Japan as Power Blazer in 1990. Yeah, I saw some pics and stuff from their version of the game, which is, that is very different. I watched a, a, a lot more video than I was expecting to as well. And yes, there are quite a few differences. They changed up the main character. He's yep. now much more serious looking. As in Japan, it was a chibi robot kind of Mega Man style sprite. Yeah, I I thought it looked really good. It looks like he's wearing like a bicycle helmet. It's, mm-hmm. it's like chin strap. I, well, I, everything in the Japanese version is a lot goofier. So yeah. all of the enemies are a little cheesier, and the bosses are also pretty goofy. They're like a like a cartoon Frankenstein and stuff like that. Right. Right. One thing you will notice as you play the game is that there are a few enemies that are a little goofy looking, and those are the ones that were not changed from the Japanese version. The holdovers? Yeah. Now, they also changed the level design and even some of the backgrounds and whatnot, so it was more of a complete overhaul. I feel like the only things they kept were the basic animation frames and the mechanics for your jump, your, your weapons, and stuff like that. Right, right. So when they were redesigning the character, they were looking to popular culture in america for inspiration right and uh right. they found it in i think one movie in particular yeah you very very blatantly look just like arnold schwarzenegger from terminator like, yes especially like at the title screen that that picture of your face looks just like from i think the first one yeah and there was even uh the cover art for the game is almost identical to one of the promo posters for terminator yeah yeah and uh the artist for that that cover Mike Winterbauer, who also did the cover for Solstice, uh, Might and Magic, and the okay. Super Nintendo version of Wing Commander. All right, all right. It was so similar that he got a cease and desist letter from lawyers representing the Terminator franchise. Yeah, I, I saw that, but didn't he like prove it? He was like, I used my own face as. Yeah, I'm not really sure the something. legal uh, things involved there because that doesn't make much sense to me that you could just show a picture you you also took that's similar. She's like, that could be easily faked. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, that painting, like, it really, it looks less like Arnold than the game does. Like, the hair and stuff, like, mm-hmm. I could see where I'm like, yeah, it's those glasses. But, I mean, let's be honest, like, especially after Terminator 2, like, it was everywhere. You know, this isn't the only NES game that has a, you know, Arnold lookalike kind of oh, character. Yeah. So. I mean, we've talked about it before in Contra as well. Yeah, and I mean, if H.R. Giger's not uh, suing people for Nintendo games, then how do they get away with it? Yeah, I agree. Power Blade was also the cover game for Nintendo Power's April 1991 issue. 
I remember this one, uh, and I, I looked at it a bit uh, just uh, recently, actually. I also remember it, and oddly enough, even though I owned that copy, it never really inspired me to play the game. I don't know why. I mean, this was never a game that I thought looked dumb, or you know what I mean? Like, I remember seeing it, and I mean, it would have been right down my alley, so I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's a weird miss. But uh, And finally, I do want to mention the music of the game was composed by Kinio Yamashita. Okay. And she is uh, better known for her work on the original Castlevania. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, hey, the music in this game is great. Yes, she also did uh, a couple of the Mega Man X games, I think at least X3, and the Parodius games as well. Oh, wow, okay. And uh, nowadays, she is a composer of more J-pop uh, songs and hits. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, um, it's very interesting to listen to this and think that it's the same person that did some of those iconic Castlevania tunes. I I can believe it. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Power Blade? It's a side-scrolling action platformer. Yeah. And in this game, you can jump. You're darn right. It's a great jump. Yeah, it's a fairly tall, you know, uh, controllable jump. A little Mario style, you know, the longer you hold it, the bigger your jump is. Yeah, yeah. And you do have a lot of control in that jump. You can move around. There's a lot of wiggle room. Yep, yep. But this game is not just about jumping. It's about power blading. That's right. And uh, really, the power blade is a boomerang. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, well, it's the that's... super suit, but yeah. Yeah, but uh, your main weapon in this game is the boomerang, or a boomerang. Yeah, yeah. Which is a unique choice. For a character that looks like the Terminator. It, it is, um, but you use boomerangs in tons of NES games, but they've never really been the main conceit for a game. Correct. And I think they do a great job with the boomerang in this game. I really like the control and physics of it. I agree. Because you don't just throw it straight forward. You can throw it in any direction. Uh, now, downwards and diagonal down can only be done while you're in the air. Right, right. But while you're running, you can throw it, you know, 45 degree angle. Straight up? Yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. But that's not all. This, oh, no. this There's a lot more control you can have over this boomerang. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it ties in with your power meter. So let's talk about that real quick. And we'll go into the power-ups in just a second. But first, I think we need to talk about the, the various meters and whatnot that are in the game. Sure. Because you have a health meter, of course. Uh, not just hit points and not just one-hit kill. Yeah, you have uh, 16 bars of life. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And I do think that it's variable. Different enemies do different amounts of damage to you. That's true. I think so. There are pit deaths. There that are. is my big biggest complaint, where uh, falling off a ladder is a yeah, pit death yeah, yeah. from an area you just climbed out of. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. It's a little pet peeve of mine. <laughs> uh, but you also have this power meter. Yeah, and it controls the distance of your throw, of well, your boomerang. Yes, and as you get your power meter increased, you can now throw your boomerang further across the screen until it goes all the way to the other side. Yep, yep, at max power, you'll get there. And it's generally about, you start with, I think, 25%, and then as you get power-ups, it will extend the length of your, the fullness of your meter, and then that will lengthen the range of your boomerang. Now, what's also interesting is that when your meter is full, you have to kind of do a, a strange tap to yep. get it at that full length. Yeah, if you aren't especially because you can get multiple boomerangs to where if you are hitting it if you're rapidly hitting it you're not going to get the full throw you're just going to have a shorter rapid throw but if you just hold it down that's also not a full throw either yeah. so there is a weird finesse to it but i did not find it hard to to get down no no not at all 
Now, there's also time in this game, but it was never a factor for me because you start with a ton. It's like nine ninety nine or something. Yeah, uh, that's one of the differences uh, that the manual points out is on the expert mode, you only get 300 seconds. Oh, that's, that is that is a difference because we sh- did forget to mention when you start the game, you're given the choice between normal or expert. Yeah. And that's that's the only choice you have. That's all you get. So I guess we should talk about the items you find in the game because that does uh, influence the rest of the menus we'll be talking about. Or what's on your main screen, your HUD. Sure, yeah. You will find more boomerangs. And these all come from killing enemies. That's right. And it's a pretty generous uh, drop rate, I think. Agreed. So much so that you can really uh, farm enemies because they do respawn when you leave the screen and come back. That's right. But... You know, as I said, since you can use that to your advantage to get more items, it's not really a bad thing. No, no. And, and I mean, these enemies aren't cheap or, you know, like it's not... No, and they're all pretty much one-hit kill. Yeah, definitely. So there are colored boomerangs you'll find in little icons that will drop from the enemies. Yeah, and they power you up and what, you have three levels? Yeah, um, there's your normal, then there's blue, which you'll find, and that turns them blue. And I guess they're stronger... I don't see this was one. I don't I, know if that's just for bosses. I don't really remember this middle level. You know what I mean? Like of boomerang because right. I really just burn through to the top level right away. Anytime. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of caught by surprise afterwards where I was like, really? There's three levels, but Hey, whatever. <laughs> uh, because red boomerangs are the ones you're probably gonna be running around with the most. That's the top level. Yeah. And those are supposedly the strongest. Sure. But what you really want to find is the multiple boomerang icon. Yeah, you can get up two or three boomerangs on screen at once. Yeah, and the first time you get it, you just get an extra boomerang, so that's two, and then you get three. Now, one thing to note is that when you are throwing out all these boomerangs, they do use up part of your power meter. That's right. So so you can't uh, have three out that go all the way across the screen. Usually, at most, you can have one across the screen and then two fairly close. Right, right. But, you know, um, I didn't think that was impending any of my attack power. No, no, it gives you options. And since they are truly boomerangs, they do come back. I think they actually there are a few enemies that take more than one hit, like the turrets. Yeah, there are a few, yeah. It just doesn't seem like it as much because the rapid nature of the boomerang and the fact that you're getting two hits off of it once it goes past and then it comes back. Yeah, yeah, you can really, I mean, classic NES boomerang style, if you can plan that, you know, when it's turning back around, you can get multiple hits on any target that can take them. Which is a, definitely a great boss strategy. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Not that you need a lot of strategy for the bosses <laughs> in this game. No, no. Now, to get that power level up, you need to find stars. That's right. And I think, as you said, each one gives you another fourth of a meter. It's, yeah, that seems about right. So three of them will max you out. Yeah. Uh, then there is the famously American health item, well, and that is the hamburger. That's right. Delicious hamburgers all around. Yeah. And the hamburger gives you... Is that about a third of your health back? I thought it was like two or three meters, so it would be... I thought it was more than that. Hey, maybe it is. I, I wasn't too low on life most of the time, so... Yeah, agreed. And the fact that you can farm for this health does make this game much easier. Sure, yeah. it's You've got that all around, so, you know. And, and like we said, it drops, drops are pretty frequent, and they don't give you ones you don't need. So when you get to the point where you've maxed out your boomerang, you got three of them, then you're just finding life all the time. Like, it's it's, it's kind of nice. Yeah. And then there are two more uh, things you can find. And these are special sub-items that you don't use with your normal control scheme. That's right. And they are the grenade. Yeah. Uh, you can, And you can hold up to four of either of these, right? 
I I think so. I I never got to four on on either because I would sometimes use my grenades and okay. Once I realized what the other one was, I just stopped trying to get it. Okay. Uh, because the grenade is your classic screen clearer. Yeah, it'll destroy everything. Uh, I, I didn't use them a whole bunch. There were a few spots where I'm just like, I'm just going to use it because there's one guy that I, I can't deal with or, you know. Or just awkward. And I guess there are a few bosses that they are effective against, but I didn't mm. use them there either because they didn't seem to do much damage. I just, there weren't a lot of situations that... I don't know. It just uh, felt like it would be a waste or something to me. You know what I mean? I thought that at first, but there were so many of them being yeah. given to me throughout the game, I just decided to start using them whenever I wanted. Right. That's the way to go. And to use it, you just hit the select button. Yeah. Now, to change between it and the next one, which is the life recovery tool, you yeah. go to pause, and then you can select one or the other to have yeah. as your sub weapon yeah, or and, and item. They were both used with select, so, you know pretty cool yes and life recovery does exactly what you think it will yeah i mean it even looks it reminds me of a ration from metal gear the sprite oh yeah i thought it looked like a hockey puck and i was very confused by it okay yeah they make some kind of joke in the manual or yeah about him it's like a secret recipe that only you know or something but that doesn't make sense yeah i did glance at the manual because i wasn't sure how to use i didn't know what it was uh and how to use it because i was full at health when i first got it i was Uh, like i'll try this out and it didn't do anything yeah yeah um there's also a weird thing about uh is it this that's like made of like yeah i think it's this that is made of like secret amino acids yeah some family recipe he had yeah yeah it's really weird what a weird (laughs) we'll get into the weirdness of the story i think in the manual section sure yeah but as i said i really did not find much need for this life recovery no not really i once i realized what it was and how frequent they are i like all difficulty evaporated from the game where I'm, yes. even if I screw up at a boss or somewhere, meh, well, I can just fill up my entire life bar whenever I want. And the life recovery is not one that drops from enemies. It is one that is just found in the levels. Yeah, and there is one in each level. And they're usually a little bit off the, the beaten path. And for me, it was not worth leaving the beaten path to go find it. I got you. Uh, much like the final item we're going to talk about, the power blade itself. Oh, yeah. This is your... It's a metal suit that you put on, and it gives you a super attack now that's like a big power blade. It's a big red wave that you can shoot through uh, walls. Which is very handy. And this is also another one that is not dropped by enemies. It is just found in a level, usually hidden kind of somewhere. Off the... Yeah. It's... There's two of them per level, so you can usually get one, at least one, not too bad. It gives you three extra hits that it can take before it will disappear. Yeah, and as I went through the game, I started to realize that it wasn't really worth it most of the time. I don't. I mean, because it's usually in an area that I found to be harder than any other part of the level. Okay, and at least later on, and I was just like, it's not worth it. It has a uh, it has the same range settings as your boomerang. Yes. So if you get this when your power meter is not full, your your power blade isn't going full screen. Oh, okay. So there is that. One thing to note that I did think was interesting is that. When you are in the Power Blade suit, let's say you are not at full health, you can still get hamburgers that will fill you to full health. Yeah, yeah. And you can still take those three hits without any problems. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. And then there are lives in the game. That's right. You start with, what, three? Mm-hmm. But there are no free lives. No, I didn't see any one-ups, yeah. No. And then what's the continue situation? Is pretty- it just you get the password and that's it? I think you can continue. You have infinite continues, or you do get a password at the end of every level if you want. So 
There's yeah. that, which is pretty nice. It's a pretty gentle password. It's only eight characters, and it doesn't have lowercase. Now, this password, though, I don't think it carries any of your special stuff over. Okay. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I got you. Yeah. Uh, I do know that when you do complete a level, you do get to carry over whatever uh, rank of boomerangs you had. Yeah, and yeah. If you're in the power suit still, yeah, yeah, it'll carry that over as well. Yeah, I like it. It shows you in your little like cutscene, but you're still in the suit. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, cool. Well, Nick, this is Taito, and I'm really uh, not aware of what their manuals are like. <laughs> right. I did cheat, so I'm just going to steal your thunder and say that oh. this is a pretty cool manual. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not too bad. It's only 15 pages long. You know, it's pretty to the point. But it is full color. That's true. And, and that, that goes a long way in my book. Lots of screenshots, but no art. No. Um, you do get some couple pages of story where this... Important story to learn. I guess. This, uh, you know, Power Blade takes place in 2191 on New Earth. What an interestingly specific year. Anyways, you're on New Earth, and it's the world is a paradise now, and it's all run by the master computer. Yes. There is no war, and there are no weapons anywhere. That's right. Until the alien terrorists show up, they disable and take over the master computer. And then, so you step up. You are Chief Security Officer Nova. You must use the power blade, which is, I guess, you're the only one who can use it, and it's the only weapon in the world. Yeah, it was passed down in your family, is I think the the It's a way. The but, lore. But yeah, so you are set to destroy the master computer, and you do so by traveling around and throwing boomerangs. Boomeranging it up. The manual goes through all your controls and, you know, your various screen displays. Tells you about your metal suit and energy tank and stuff, differences between normal and expert. Mm-hmm. One of which is that on expert, if you get hit, you get knocked back. Oh, okay, yeah, because I noticed there was no knockback, which I thought was very nice. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's an interesting way to change the difficulty besides just the time. You know, yeah. I played around with it a little bit, but it was still wasn't too bad. Um, but it doesn't have an item section. Like, it doesn't mention the hamburgers, really. Uh, it talks a bit about the multi Well, Nick, we all know what stuff. hamburgers do. They refill your energy. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It doesn't say anything. Right. The only items they really talk about are the metal suit and the... Life recovery. Yeah. The, which, thank goodness, because I had no clue what it was. But, yeah, so a yeah, pretty pretty solid manual that, uh, you know, does its job and gets out. Well, Nick, what was your personal history with this game, Power Blade? Uh, very little. I played it a little bit in early emulation days just because. It's one of these games I definitely saw. I had Nintendo Power. Yeah, I don't know if it was like the the Terminator vibe that turned me off, you know? I was like, oh, it's just an action game. Yeah, I don't know. It's the, Which is weird because I loved Contra, so I'm, yeah. I have no clue why I didn't play this game. It's. Uh, I feel like it at the time was grouped in with these games that I didn't play at the it, when I was young, but having gone back like Vice Project Doom or Shatterhand or this, you know, a lot of them kind of fit that tough guy mm-hmm. Arnold vibe. And apparently, I wasn't into because I didn't play any of them. Uh, yeah, because I was also, you know, kneeling at the altar of Nintendo Power, and I believed <laughs> everything it told me. So I'm, I'm really confused as to why I never tried to rent this game or anything like that. Right, right. But uh, yeah, it just. It was, it was just kind of off my radar. Which brings us to your more recent experience with this game, Nick. Um, I beat this game. As did I. I beat it in like, I'm not sure if it was two or three sittings. I, I sat down and just kind of played through a level just to squeeze in some playtime. You know, I didn't have a lot of time, so I, I played like the first two levels. And then when I finally sat down, I just beat the rest of the game. Yeah, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. So I uh, made my son play it first. Okay. I wanted to see what he thought of it. And uh, he actually really enjoyed it. And I was like, well, my original plan was maybe to watch some of him and then take over. But I 
liked what I saw so much, I just started my own game. Sure, yeah. And I went through and just beat it all in, in one, like about two-hour session maybe. I was going to say, it's even if you don't know what you're doing, then it's a two, three hour. It's you can beat this game in one sitting. I, it's it's hilarious that it has passwords. Yeah, and if you have played this game two or three times, I think you could probably beat this game in like thirty five, fifty minutes, forty yeah, minutes. Like I, it's real, real short if you know exactly where to go. Yeah, definitely. The only thing that really padded out my playtime was just getting lost. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. And I just want to start by saying I love the Power Blade. It is so cool. It is cool, man. It's a it's a fun game. No, uh, it is. It was a very pleasant surprise and just a really nice kind of breezy, light, fun adventure. Yeah, it's it's easy. Um, it's easy on the eyes as well. I think the graphics look good. Uh, yeah, I really do like the sprites. You know, usually when they're going to change things for the Western audience, I end up liking the original a lot more but in this case i think i like the new one new sprites better everything i've seen of the power blazer looks inferior <laughs> to yeah. this uh, the backgrounds all the sprites I, I i really like the designs here yeah the the humans look pretty cool uh some of the chibier robots are a little goofy but i still like them yeah they're like funny. that bouncing one yeah yeah uh but the backgrounds are all very you know nice they're not amazing uh the one thing i will say is there are some parts of levels that are a little confusing that uh, you, you're not sure if it's a background block or if it's a type of block that's going to hurt you. Okay, okay. But it is always a background block if you think it is. <laughs> and, and none of those things ever hurt you that you think will. Yeah, like the water, the slime. Yeah, there are certain places where I'm like, oh, this water is going to push me to the left or right. But it, no, it's, you're not interacting with it. No, not at all. Now, the music for me was one of the high points of the game. It was great. Yeah, definitely. Um I could jam out to a lot of it. It's it, just wonderful. Yeah, I'm not surprised that uh, it was made by... I knew someone... You know, you could feel this, like, Mega Man slash Castlevania vibe in it that's pretty, you know, rocking and but catchy at the same time. Yeah, definitely. And uh, if I do want to gripe about something, it's going to be the ladders. That was the only time I had any real troubles. Like, getting on or off was a little touchy if you're, if you're trying to go down from a flat floor onto a ladder. Yeah, or the other problem is that there are points where they want you to jump off this ladder and onto a platform, and that is always awful. Yeah, you don't truly jump off of it. You're just falling a bit in one direction, so it's a little, little tricky. Yeah, and you don't have the same control as if you had jumped off the ground. Right, right. I mean, honestly, my real complaint is that this game is so easy in a way that... I would have liked to see a little more challenge from the bosses, for sure. Yeah, I was, especially the bosses are super easy because, you know, the levels aren't too hard to begin with. Mm -hmm. Everyone has one of these uh, energy life tanks in it that you can get. And you can hold up to four, so any boss challenge, you're, you can just stand there and trade punches with them easily, yes. you know? like. And, well, you don't even have to, though, because there's always a pretty good spot to hide in from each boss. I yeah, found. well, they're yeah, they're very easy bosses. So you know, a little more from that, or just more game instead of making it harder. You know, if right. I had a couple more levels, because there's only seven levels. Right, and you know, we did kind of bury the lead here. This game isn't just a, a boomerang simulator. One of the things <laughs> that makes it so cool is that it does share some similarities to like Mega Man, where at the beginning of the game you get to choose what level you go to, and then from yeah. that point on you can go back to that level or to any other level. That's true. I mean, there's you not have a, a ton of advantages it will give you, but, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's nice, a little select, you know? Yeah, and you get to select from this main map screen that is really cool looking. Yeah. Now, the downside is you don't get any special powers for beating a level. You've just unlocked it, getting ready to go to the master control center. Now, another thing we haven't mentioned is the fact that 
to get to the boss of each level, you have to have a key card. That's right. You find it from there's an agent in every level. Yeah, that you have and to contact and or you just meet them there somewhere and they give you the key. I do like the fact that all of the agents have a different little bit of a look to them, especially in the close up of them. Yeah, they have their own little face and name in the intro in the mm-hmm. opening. It names them all. Like it really kind of paints it in this way where you think it's going to be almost like Metal Gear, like you're you're infiltrating and yes, but not really. <laughs> you're just finding this one person to get the key. Now the downside is that. That really isn't much of a challenge either because I think for like four of the six choose your own levels, your contact is either right near the beginning or very easy to find on the path to the end. Most of the levels are you have one or two or maybe three like splits where Mm -hmm. you can move around these different paths and, uh, you know, explore a little bit, find your metal suits and energy tank. But really you're looking for the agent. So unfortunately, sometimes uh, like happened to me where you end up at the boss room, but you don't have the key yet. Like, man, I chose poorly. What happens then? Does it just not let you in? Yeah, you got to go back and find the agent. So, okay, it's not undoable, especially given how easy most of the game is. Yeah, and then another thing I thought was funny is that once you start a level, you can always go back to the entrance of the level where that door you came through is. And if you go in that door, you leave the level. Oh, really? And you can go to a different level. Well, that's cool. Or back to the one you were just at. <laughs> sure, yeah. Doors, now, doors. It wasn't uh, till I think, the final two levels, levels five and six, where it really was a little bit of a challenge to find that agent. Sometimes, yeah, you just got to keep moving and hope you choose the right path. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Wandering around. So there's a little exploration, which I do like. It gives you a little something to the level, Mm -hmm. you know, to to be looking for. I just wish there was more hidden, I don't know, special weapons or something. Right. And then, uh, you know, another uh, point against it is the fact that while the enemies all look very cool... They aren't the best animated. Not generally, no. And there are only about 10 enemies in the game, I think. Yeah, there's the levels aren't themed enemy-wise, typically. It's just there are a few, I think, that are harder, and they don't pop up until the quote-unquote later levels. But as we said, you can really choose what order you want to go in any of the levels in, which is funny because I didn't realize until I started doing it that I was going in the wrong order. Oh, really? Were you going backwards? or I went clockwise. And okay. the order on the screen is counterclockwise. Right, right. Yeah, I just went in numerical order. But all in all, I do really appreciate the fact that you're given the choice. It's one of those things we've talked about before where it doesn't seem like a big change. It's just a small thing that makes the game feel more fleshed out. Yeah, or it's just kind of nice. You can choose whatever. You know, if it doesn't matter, why not? You know? Yeah, I agree entirely. Well, this is the part of the show where we take a game level by level, and we said there are six levels to begin with that you choose from. And once you've beaten those six, you get to move on to the final level of the game. And I think we'll just take a cue from Nick and go through these in the numerical order you find them. All right. And while I said, you know, these levels aren't the most beautiful to look at, especially in terms of backgrounds, I do really enjoy the theming of them, and they all are very different areas. Yeah, and uh, here in uh, Sector 1, we are at a kind of space shuttle launch facility. Yeah, it is very cool. There are two interior areas, or three, and then outside is a giant, uh, you know, the boosters and rockets of a giant shuttle. Yeah, and you're going up that kind of scaffolding at that point, jumping, vertical scrolling. Now, we're not going to get into too much depth of these levels because really the mechanics are the same throughout all of them. Right. There's Sometimes you'll see spikes. They'll get you in one hit. Yeah, those and the pit deaths are really the only way I was going to die in this game. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) And one thing to note is that the power suits are usually in an area that you either are going to a dead end to get them, 
or by getting them you have to go back through a chunk of the map yeah you can get like a loop back a little bit or whatever but i mean i always got them if i didn't already have one just because i don't know why not um shooting through walls is nice yeah and uh you know first level you're going to encounter all your basic enemies the running and shooting guys the guys that stand there and shoot at you yeah, yeah. Uh, alien soldiers. There are these little turrets you'll see a lot where they look like a little semicircle on the almost like a Roomba. Yeah. And then they'll pop up and shoot. And they do uh, subscribe to one of the things I dislike a lot in games, and that is they move faster when you are on their plane. Yeah, they're one of those. Yeah. Yeah, always a pain in the butt. I mean, I, I don't hate them as a design conceit. I just hate playing against them. <laughs> now, yeah. Now, these are also a little awkward because they don't actually uh, turret you until you are above them slightly, like well, they, you jumped or whatever. They do have a double spread. They shoot forward and up at a 45-degree angle. Mm -hmm. There's a, one enemy I do like in here that we'll see in a few is there's the bad guy in the power blade, sort of wannabe. Yeah. But he doesn't have an actual power blade. He just throws a, one of the red boomerangs. Mm -hmm. And not his range tough. is not very, very far either. No, you can... Even if you don't have the power blade, it's pretty easy to tag him with uh, your own red boomerang. His don't go nearly as far. There are turrets you're going to find that come from the ceiling, and those shoot out in one of three directions. But what I like about them is that they like descend from the ceiling, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and there are those neat, I like these mortar mechs, what I call They kind of fly and they lob shots out at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, there's an interesting variety of mechs you will find throughout the levels. Yeah, it's interesting that the bad guys are supposedly aliens, but they almost all seem to be robots. Yeah. But, hey, whatever. Yeah, your health regen thing is right towards the end of the level. And uh, once you've made it through, you get to fight your boss, the unit droid. Since none of the enemies are named in the manual, I use Nintendo Power. Oh, okay. So they called this guy the Silver Knight. I'm... I don't. I don't even know where I'm getting the name from. It's off a map. <laughs> well, it's whatever. It's a big mech robot. Yeah, and it looks pretty bad. It's got a cool. Uh, it's got like a rifle, and then it has a shield it uses as well. And it pretty much jumps, shoots, or shields. Those are its three like right. approaches to life, I guess. And my approach to fighting this was to stand in front of it and throw boomerangs. Yeah, I mean it's very easy. You can jump the shots and then just shoot it, but. Um, I mean, the, this first boss, your boomerang does multiple uh, hits of damage to it. Yeah, if you just space it right. And you have the boss's health meter above yours. Yeah, that's right. So you can see how, how well you're doing. Yeah. Uh, it does fly up, I think, in the, the it hops around. Is that right? It does jump around, I know. But yeah. I, I didn't see this for very long. So. No, neither did I. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very easy boss in a game full of easy bosses. I all, You know, my main strategy was to just go in knowing I was going to lose the power blade suit at the boss. Yeah, and just be like, I'll take it. I'll take it, and I'll just dish out some mega damage with that suit on. I know what you mean. There are certain bosses where, well, we'll get to them later, but I was, it's really on you to even get hit, I felt. Like, they were so easy that yeah. I, I was like, well, I guess I get to start the next level with the suit. Like, mm -hmm. it's uh, pretty chill. <laughs> but once you've defeated this boss, you are given the... Wait, what does it say? What is the deal? They have those. They're like discs. You you have them. They're they're in your menu too. It shows yeah. where it's like you start with six, and you have to use them to shut down. They're part of like the security code to let you get into the level seven. So once you've beaten it, it shows that it's been deactivated. I yeah. think is the the key term. Like if you look at the level select, uh, the level seven sector seven, which is in the center, has like this red bar around it, and yep. then there's like that gate. Mm -hmm. thing that that's what you're opening that so you can get in and shut her down okay now if you're nick or you're playing 
in numerical order or perhaps in Australia and going <laughs> counterclockwise. You'll be at sector two. Yeah, they describe this as a power plant, and which I guess maybe- Like a hydroelectric power plant? I, I guess, if it's any kind. But you know, you start out outside with a big wind turbines behind you. Yeah, so you got some wind power too, very eco-friendly. And, and if this was a Earth. Mega Man game, which this is a very Mega Man level across the board, by the way. Well, that's one thing I've seen people superficially compare this to a Mega Man clone, and I'm like, you can, yeah, you can select your levels, and graphically, musically, I can see because they're on a similar kind of par, but right. the gameplay is not really the same. Like here in a Mega Man game, these fans would be blowing you or doing. And something. that's what I was going to get to is you see these wind turbines, but they're not affecting you. They're not pushing you back or anything like that. Yeah, and pretty early. I, I'm not sure if it's here, but in this game we'll see. You know you have those pop-up turret enemies? Uh-huh. But there's the ones that are not turrets, but they will just keep going. And they're yeah, invincible. those are awful. Yeah, those. that's pretty much the only time I used grenades. If I saw one of those and I had to jump by them, I was like, I'm taking care of you. Exactly. The and the grenade will take them out. What's cool is you're given a branching path right away at the beginning of this level. Yeah. And this one really highlights the fact that there are these different routes through the level. I like the inside of the plant because it's very colorful. Yeah. All the levels are, you know. You get some, I think this is where you start seeing those fire jets. Um, yes. There are robot frogs here. Yes. Definitely from the other, the Power Blazer game. And the fire jets you mentioned are your classic, you know, you have to wait for them to go away before you go past them. Yeah, they come in a pattern. But they're very generous. They're not very they quick. Are, no, or like super close to each other. Correct. So they're they're not too bad to get by. Uh, one thing I will say is that the disappearing, reappearing blocks in this game are a little awkward. There are a few little sections, but they're usually so short that it's not correct a, 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 a problem area. But unlike other games where you're doing them in the order they come in, you have to kind of go in reverse. Like you're waiting for the new one to come and then you need to jump on it right away. Not like waiting for the next one further away to yeah. come into play. No, it's not like a timing thing as much. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because you they don't disappear so fast after the next one. So right. they're easy type disappearing blocks. Now, the second portion of the level, once you've gotten through the waterfall, I love because it's all gears and stuff like that. It looks great. Yep, animated, good-looking gears. You move down through it, through all these pistons, into like some sort of like battery land. Yeah, something there. This is where you'll see these mechs. They look like a red ED-209. I was just going to say the <laughs> ED-209 one. It's down there. It is a bipedal mech with like gun arms. But they, again, very easy to take <laughs> out. They might look dangerous, but they will die super easy. They will. And, you know, hopefully you've gotten your, your power suit. You don't need that health because at the end of this level is the boss. And this boss is a little goofy looking for this game yeah I've, i saw it called the dragon wheel okay it's and just a goofy looking cartoony robot dragon yeah it's orange it looks just like a charizard i think yeah kind of <laughs> little but, tiny wings but yeah this this so this dragon will shoot pellets at you as yeah. well as which those are we oh we totally miss one of the things you do which is duck oh that's true if if you need to you can duck uh you do it once in a very blue moon I mean, hey, if even if you don't need it, if you can't duck in a game where you're two tiles high, it's infuriating. Correct. So good on them. And here you can use your duck to duck a bullet. Yep. Or sometimes it will turn into a big orange spiked wheel and it will either roll straight across the floor at you or jump in kind of an arc. And when it moved across the floor straight, that's really the only time I felt in danger of this boss. Yeah, I, this is p one part where I'm, I can actually see some difficulty figuring out which way it's going to roll. Right. And you can get hit there. 
But if you're me, you already have two life full life refills. So even right. the first time, I was like, well, I'm not too worried because I do almost half of its life and damage when it stops moving. So. Yes. And if you enter with the power blade suit, man, you're, you're going to yeah. go to town, tear it up, get hit a couple times, and you're fine. That's right. And you put in your excess code or whatever and move on to the next Sector 3 which seems to be a, like a biological research facility, I think. Yeah, and, and this one it was one of the ones where I was a little confused by the backgrounds. I thought I was going to get hurt. A lot of times I was not. Okay, yeah, and there's a lot of like plant stuff, um, things that are moving. So they might trick you into thinking that they'll do something to you, but most of the time they don't. No, yeah, all the time they don't. N- none of the things that are planty <laughs> or yeah. oozy or whatever hurt you at all. This is where you'll see those bouncy robots Mm-hmm. I know there's a very a, cartoony ones and there's a lot of really cool terminals and you know the design of this level is interesting because it's like part laboratory part jungle yeah this is one where I actually went back and replayed just because I only went one way like I went down at the beginning where you'll see those big faces on the wall that shoot the bubbles yeah and those are weird weird things it's a weird goateed man's face it kind it's, of was like the eagle faces in super mario brothers 2 but it's way more realistic looking than anything else in the game it's bizarre and i guess it's the face of the master computer you know there's a brief scene at the end where oh, you yeah. see that goatee face talking to you where it's like surrender when you go into the last level so i'm guessing that's what it is i don't know and then if you hit it enough it just stays open and doesn't shoot bubbles out yeah I mean, I don't even know if you're hitting it or you just kill enough bubbles. I, I couldn't a, tell. It's a weird thing. Just keep shooting at them. They're very easy, and they will eventually give up on life. Yeah. What's cool is if you go straight down from the beginning of this level, you can get your health thing and a power blade right away. Yeah, and then, you know, you can head right. Although, if you go up through the lab, there's this is an area where we'll see those familiar foes, those checkered orbiting circles that yeah. go around you you've seen them in super mario brothers 3 and in lots of games i wonder about that pattern that checkered pattern is that like a default easy maybe i will say that these guys are one of the easiest one of those circling a block creatures to deal with even if you're worried about the pit deaths like it's just there's nothing. no knockback and yet there's no knockback and there are rarely enemies to deal with at the same time and they're so. very slow they're so slow yeah. and if you hit them with your boomerang it stuns them so you can like change the timing of them that way i i didn't even know that that's hilarious so like you can even like stun it so if you think it's going to be a little hard timing wise you can desync them wow crazy either way you know you progress i think the agent's up at the top of the level yeah and then you have to work your way down yeah this was the one i I got to the the boss door Mm -hmm. without the key Mm. and then had to go back i thought for sure i was like well this is all underground so this will be the side path but right I had to go back up, but another enemy we see for the first time here are those robot zombie things. Yeah, what are those? I mean, they look like a robot, but they behave like a zombie or skeleton from Castlevania, where yeah. you hit them and they crumble and then reassemble. I thought of them as more of like a T-1000 kind of thing. Yeah, something. But they do look like a like an endoskeleton. Yeah, it's a it's a strange strange creature. And the funny part is, is that they stay down for a long time. I don't know. I don't think I was ever hit by one. No, I mean they don't. They have no projectile. And especially when in certain areas where you're, you know, zigzagging through different levels with them above or below you. If you have the power blade, you can kill them before you even jump up. So because you can shoot through the floor or wall. I mean, but you can also shoot at a diagonal. So you can also hit them without the power blade most of the time, too. Oh, I mean, believe me, it's not not a problem. Well, you get to the end of this level and you will find your door to go into the the boss. Yes. What a boss. This boss really confused me when I got there. 
Yeah, it's. I, I had no clue if I was hitting it, hurting it, or what. I uh, yeah, that I did as well because it's a like a hive. You're you're on the bottom. There are three platforms on the ground, and then above you is this big group of different uh, hexagonal spots, cell sections, like in a hive, and four of them are emitting enemies, little bees. And there's no indication of what what to hit, where to hit. You can hit the bees and they'll go away. And they're yeah. very easy to, to take care of. Very much so. This this is the first boss where I did not get hit. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was here with the power blade. I just stayed in one corner and just kept shooting the bees. And then I kind of ran around a bit because I was like, what What am I? I was, I was hoping there would be some sort of registration for my boomerangs. Right. And then eventually I blew up the one at the very bottom. Okay. I was, I've kind of figured it out because I was, I was like, I don't know if the hatch is exploding or that's the bee or something so i'm just going to focus on this one and you know i killed it and then it's just it's just so easy i don't know yeah just take them one by one the bees are so weak and and if you have the three power blades i mean there's no chance of them getting close to you no it's yeah it's nothing man (laughs) very easy like i said the first time i played i beat it i didn't even take a hit this is where i was like wow i still have the power suit awesome yeah uh well if you're nick you've got that power suit and you can carry it right into the fourth level this sector, Nintendo Power calls, says it's a under construction zone, but it's this is a pretty weird one because there's a lot of like platforming in the sky. Yeah, the sky open, level, open areas, cloudy background, with a weird like storage freezer area at the bottom. Yeah, I don't know why, but I think that's awesome. Like, uh, I agree. It, it makes the level seem like well, this is where we keep our food for right the workers. Now, one thing I will say is there's a lot of laddering in this level, and that can be a little obnoxious. Yeah. But otherwise, I think this is all just the same old enemies you've been seeing the rest of the game. Yeah. The only real new thing is this is one of the first areas where you have, like, moving up and down, moving platforms. A little tricky, but that's some pretty familiar stuff from plenty of games. Yeah, and your jump is pretty high, so as long as you make it from the top, you're not going to be in a lot of danger. And this is one another cool, nice touch about this game that I noticed here for the first time is where you can fall down a certain length and you're you're fine. But if you fall down too far, then it's like you land and you crouch for a second. And you have like a little bit of stun and huh. then you stand up. It barely ever comes into play, but it's just kind of a neat little thing. Now, we have complained a lot about the ladders, but one thing I will say is nice is that you can jump onto a ladder. Yeah, yeah. I think you, I don't know if you have to in this area, but I think you can kind of shortcut around a little bit because of that. Definitely, yeah. And then this is also one of those places where to get the power suit, you do have to backtrack a lot, or one of the two power suits. Gotcha, yeah. I mean, a lot of times just through my talent of always choosing the wrong way to go to, you know, I when I'm looking, playing an RPG, I always try to go the optional paths first so right. I can get the extra stuff. And so, or here, when I'm not trying to do that, that's what I end up choosing. You know, it's it's always the worst one. So I end up farting around a lot of these levels and, you know, it's easy enough that it's kind of fun and you get a little of that, that exploration. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of cool. And it definitely makes the levels feel a lot bigger than they actually are. Yeah, yeah. Now, the whole top of this level is in the sky. So there is that, you know, chance of pit death. But I mean... The jump is very, very uh, forgiving, so I, I didn't really find myself in much no, danger. Not at all. Uh, at the very end, you're at this weird lab area with giant vats in it. It's yeah, some kind of sky lab. Yeah, and the very top is your door to the boss. Now, to get the key, we forgot to mention he is in the uh, the ice room. So this is one of the first ones where it is a little bit out of the way. Yeah, you so and it's it's pretty much at the bottom of the map. So you want to explore along the floor till you get it, and then head up to the boss. Yeah, and what a boss. The the alien? I, Nintendo Power called this the Lightning Knight. 
Oh, that is a so, much cooler name than this thing looks. It's kind of a pudgy-looking green robot. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks kind of like a sumo or like a Samoan warrior yeah, like in dress. It, yeah, it has that but weird... But if it was a green robot. Yeah. Um, and this robot can't fly. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. What? I, can't, I don't even remember. It shoots something? Yeah, it'll throw those little green, like, oh, thunderbolts. Oh, there's a lightning bolt, isn't there? Yeah, there's a huge one that uh, affects the center of the screen. Kind uh-huh. Of. And that will hurt you. Yeah. This was one of the first bosses that actually did do some real damage to me. Well. Because well, I kept, st- I was standing in that middle area too much. Okay, yeah. See, early on, it'll do this lightning bolt, and it looks impressive, but really, if you just stay in either corner. Yeah, well, <laughs> when my life got low, I moved to the left corner. And then I realized that it could do nothing to me while I was there. It'll shoot those little green ones, but they're so easy. They're so slow and easy to dodge. Yeah, you just jump over them and then keep power blading away or, you know, whatever you got. Yeah, it swoops from corner to corner. But again, I mean, from upper corner to upper corner. Yeah, and if it's above you, you can just wail on it. Yeah, 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 you can take it out very quickly. Yep, it's another easy one, man. Thank goodness, because, uh, you know, the levels are getting a little longer and a little more complex. Sure. Which brings us to one of the levels that really gave me a, not a hard time, but I felt like I was looping through it a lot. And that's level five, the ship. Yeah, it's just uh, Nintendo Power says shipyard, but, you know, you kind of start on what I guess are some docks. And then you move in and start boarding a ship. And, you know, the interior of this is a little bit boring. I'm not going to lie. Because it's more like the interior of a ship and the exterior. Um, the one thing I will say is the new enemy here. That really got me was those rocket launchers. Oh, at the beginning? Yeah, I was really like waiting for like a something like I could destroy it or there was like a pattern, but really it's just no, you just, just have to let it go and then run past it real quick. Yeah, just jump by them. Um, I think this is the first time I remember seeing those pink ape bots. Yeah, yeah, definitely from Power Blazer. They throw some kind of ball, ball, bomb, bomb something, but they were pretty cool looking, I think. They are, but they are also like a two hit kill. Yeah, no, they're they're not hard. <laughs> uh, but the what is interesting is that to get the power blade or your contact, you are basically going to have to redo at least a third or half of the level. You got to loop back, and you know it can be a little frustrating uh, because it's not a very inspired level. Yeah, I mean, I like the design of it where it's just a ship cross section. That's kind of cool, but it's we've seen such cooler stuff in the past few that you know. It's not as fun. I guess. Um, it's, But again, no crazy like platforming challenges here. No, none at all, actually. Uh, there is the chance of pit death at the very bottom, which makes no sense. But it's not, it's a boat. But it's, but it's getting repaired, I guess. That's why it's in, in oh, the gotcha. dry dock. Or oh, gotcha. The funny part is is that you will, if you don't find the key card guy, you'll see him when you get to the door. Oh, yeah. And, but you, and that pretty much tells you exactly where you need to go. You got to loop back. and Yep, yep. I remember now. And it's cool because uh, the final door is at the tower of this ship, you know, where the captain and crew would be. Yeah, like the conning tower, right? Sure. Isn't that what they call it? I think you're right, yes. <laughs> and then you're into the boss room. And we also forgot to mention that the top of each boss room is identical. It's like this weird blue lighting system. Oh, yeah, or like a screen or something. You right. Know? And this is some sort of blue robot. Yeah, the Nintendo Power calls it the Great Magician. Weird. This right. guy's not doing any magic. Yeah, he teleports. I He's guess. pretty cool looking though. I mean, I guess yeah, he he like is cross legged, kind of floating, and then will just teleport around the room. And when he appears, it will shoot out a five way spread of bullets. At yeah, a downward angle. This is a very easy boss to avoid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, when he appears, don't be near him. Yeah, just shoot it. Just be on the other side of the room <laughs> and jump up and 
throw boomerangs. Open fire. That's all you got to do. And you won't get hit. No, not at all. It's a yeah, easy boss. Yeah, I, there really is nothing else to say about this guy. Uh, you'll yeah, destroy sorry. it, <laughs> and uh, you'll move on to the final selectable level, level six. Yeah, I guess this is a city-ish level. Yeah, it's really one of the cooler-looking levels because when you start out, you are at a building, and then when you go to the right, you can see a ladder down into the sewer, yep. or you can continue across, and you can see a city in the background. Yeah, there's like a park with some trees and... I really like these sewers. They remind me of the TMNT NES game, the first one. I agree. And the coloring and stuff. Only you can get around these a lot better. <laughs> yeah. And if you take that first um, ladder, you'll see your contact right away, though. Yeah, that's that's what I did. I stayed underground, you know. Kind of reminds me of Pitfall in a way, you know, where you get the up and down level. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but once you've gotten through the underground, you have to go up above ground. And then yeah. you're into, like, some buildings. I just, yeah, this is a level where, I mean, it didn't happen to me, but if, if you don't go down in any of those manholes, and you could just keep going to the right, you know. Oh, yeah, you could go through a lot of level without. And have to fully backtrack to get that agent. And the funny part was, since this was the second level I did. Okay. I just assumed that the agent was, like, always right near the beginning. Okay, right. Because they were in the first and the sixth. Sure, yeah. Um, now, again, this one is not too bad about the backtracking once you've had to get your uh, power suit or any of those things. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, a lot of branching paths through the buildings. Do you want to go up through it or down through the bottom? Yeah, I didn't really compare them because they're, it didn't seem like either of them would be hard. You know, that's nope. pretty simple. I know down when you're going for the one power suit, there's some fish bots down there. We haven't talked about those, but there are robot fish that will jump up out of the water and shoot at you. Those are also a holdover from Power Blazer. I believe it, Any yeah. of the ones that are an animal right, right. are from that game. Now, this does have some of those weird background pieces I was talking about that you can't tell if they're like a platform or not. Okay. but Like the rocks or whatever. They're never in a place where if you're going to jump, you're going to die. Oh, sure. So it doesn't, yeah. So it's just like, oh, I guess, I guess not. As long as you're not losing life to it. Correct. There are a few more places that really ramp up those little balls you got to jump around. The orbiting ones. The orbiting balls. But again, they're, they're not that hard to deal with. No, no, they're not. Uh, you make your way to the very right top of the board, and you will be at the boss. It's a Frankenstein robot. It's Terminator Frankenstein. Yeah, it's a giant. It's I mean, the body of a Terminator in the head of Frankenstein. Yeah, and it looks it looks pretty cool, but when you first see this boss, you might think, wow, I'm in for a tough fight. And at first, I thought I was. Well, it, it doesn't do any like cool things like I thought it would. Like no, the cool attacks, it does like a weird hop jump and it, which like, is very high and yeah. it's very easy to, to avoid. And it slides along the ground and stuff. And then it slowly walks at you and it does it shoot something? No, I've never. I don't. I don't think, think it so. just walks at you. I mean, really, um, you just have to let 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 it walk through you that one time, and you should have hit it enough for it to be dead very shortly afterwards. Well, there's like the first time I got here, I was almost dead somehow. And I, because I remember dying and I was, okay, now what? And, you know, I restarted and I didn't have any idea of how to fight it. And the, that's when I noticed, you know, there are those disappearing blocks phasing in and out. In the yeah, background. to jump over it. Yeah, or I just hopped on the second one where I was. Oh, because the one thing we didn't mention is you have to hit it in the head. Yeah, yeah. But since you can throw your boomerangs at an angle, that's not hard. No, or if you just jump up on the second one, you're eye level with it and you can kill it in maybe three seconds like i was able to annihilate it with just like short range boomerang okay shots well, i let it walk through me once and then by right it, it turned around and then it was dead yeah I, <laughs> this was the boss i saw the least of like it, it's pretty ridiculous yeah i didn't even know it did a slide i just knew it did that jump thing 
I saw it. It got me once, and it was, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. So, sadly, much cooler looking than it is hard to deal with. But once you have defeated it, you have deactivated all of the protocols to get into the Master Control Center. You're in Sector 7G. And in this sector, you start at the bottom, and you are working your way up through this thing. And uh, Like a tower pyramid shape, kind of. Yeah, and for the first half, it is just all straight linear. Now, this is uh, one, the only level that actually has two energy tanks in it. Okay. But then, you know, partway through, it does split, and you can either choose the left or the right. And I don't know if there's any difference between how hard they are, but I mainly stayed on the left side. I think so as well, yeah. Um, I Actually, I think what happens is you get to the top of the left side, and then you are forced to work your way back down up through the right side. Yeah, you got to snake your way up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I do remember that now. And there are some pretty tricky ladder things that I did not like in this level at all. Where there's like enemies, you have to fall off a ladder onto a platform next to an enemy and okay. fight it. I mean, granted, you're going to take one hit. Right. At, at, at worst case scenario. Yeah, but yeah. I just, you know, I'd rather not if I could. And I, <laughs> sure, I never yeah. could. That's no fun. No. Um, you know, no new enemies here. You're just dealing with lots of the old ones. Yeah, they keep it, you know, all the things we've seen before. There is an area with a bunch of those little frogs that can be a little tricky. Yeah, I guess. I... But, I mean, it's a little tricky. I this know. was a level that surprised me with, for being the last level, I really thought, okay, this is where. It's going to ramp up its yeah, difficulty. This is the wily castle of this game. Right. There's going to be a couple levels long, and they're just going to keep getting harder with all the enemies, but not really. No, not really at all. Uh, you make your way up to the top, and you don't even need a key card. You didn't have to find anyone. That's right. It's it's even easier. You just get to walk right in that door. Yeah, and this is I think this is where you get that message from the face, or maybe it was before this level where right. it shows a little cutscene of you at the door. Well, don't worry because that face isn't gone. Oh no! Once you get through the door, phasing in is the master control unit inside some sort of floating mech. Yeah, well, you thing. got you got this goateed bald man with it's a, his head. Yeah, it's his head. In a weird robot ship that flies around and very Modokish. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it well, it teleports. It will always reappear above where you are. And this and boss fight is so ridiculously easy. It's really like it, it's just going to shoot down at you. So you just it appears, you move, and you shoot at an angle. Yeah, peg it. Like I got hit maybe twice, and that's just because I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, you can sloppily win this fight. It's not hard. Yeah, but don't worry, because the fight's not over. No, after this one's destroyed, the real master control unit appears. And this also is very MODOK looking. Yeah, except it's like in the middle, it's got like a screen, kind of, instead of a face, but... I guess that's more of like a uh, Aramzola. Okay, yeah, yeah, and it moves... Uh... But it does fly around. Yeah, it moves left and right, and it has some jets that can come down. There's a brain on the bottom. Oh, is that what that is? A brain? I thought it was just some sort of dish. Maybe. Uh, either way, it's uh, only real attack or the jets it emits from the bottom. Yes, which are intermittent. They're not always on. Right, so you can get underneath it if you want. But yes. it will shoot a some kind of projectile up to this it's, ceiling. It's and like then, a big fireball. Yeah, and then it like rains down smaller ones that you then avoid. Now, this part of the boss did give me a little bit of trouble. Yeah. I mean, and by a little bit, I mean I had to use one of those health refills. I had, Yeah, I, I knew right away when I got there, I looked at my life and, oh, wow, I still have four <laughs> right. energy tanks, so I'm just going to stand underneath it and just blast away. And I and that only was had to use one. That was pretty much what I did. I tried to do as much as I could from the sides because you can only hurt the face or whatever is the screen when it's open. There isn't yeah, that's true. an aperture yeah. that closes and opens. Yeah. So I was trying to do a jump attack. 
Okay. But, and then that's very, very useful. And then sometimes it would fly over me. And then when it did, I would just fire upward a bunch. Well, this, I mean, especially because I knew it was at the end of the game. I just felt like these bosses, I kept waiting for this other attack to come or right. another pattern. Like, but there's really not. There's just one or two. And it just slowly floats around there as you fire away into it. And leisurely destroy the foes. And you do. You blow it up and the world is safe again. That's right. You saved New Earth. Yeah, it's got a great graphic of you on a hilltop, happy about saving everything. Yeah, it's kind of sun sunsetish, and it does. There's a little bit of story wrap up. Yeah, it, does, it says like now it's time to rebuild. Nova gives you a thumbs up and says thank you. That's right. He gives you turns, looks at you, gives you a thumbs up, and then you get a speech bubble that says <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So, and then that is it. Well, here we are in the review portion of our show. And, of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review system that has four categories. Each category a possible score of from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this game a 3.5. Me too. I think the sprites are really great. They're just a little bit repetitive, but uh, the music really pushes it over the edge for me. Yeah, um... Like like you said, sprites are fine. I, I like a lot of the backgrounds. Are, yeah, I didn't remember it being cool. that great, but going through the maps again, I was like, oh, yeah, these actually are better than I remembered. Yeah, but, I mean, the music is where it's at, really, for, for this category. Yeah, I mean, I can look past the, the, you know, kind of poor animations because the sprites themselves are really fun. I do love the proportions of all the characters, and even the goofier enemies that were carried over from uh, Power Blazer, you know, don't look too bad. Yeah, I, I like uh, Nova's animation, like the goofy run and stuff. Yeah, looks pretty good. Very high knee on that run. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's getting it done. But agreed, it's the music that really knocks this one out of the park. So for play control, I also gave it a 3.5. Yeah, I was on the line. I, I think 3.5 is appropriate because I really like the boomerang stuff. I like yeah, the power it was su- level. Surprisingly good how fun it was to throw that boomerang. I never felt outmatched by the enemies and my ability to whip boomerangs out at any distance or direction. Yeah, you were never at a loss. You could always just, on a dime, spin around, throw a boomerang. Yeah. yeah. Up to the corner, boomerang. Uh, My one big gripe is, of course, the ladder stuff. But, I mean, that's like 80% of NES games. Yeah, yeah. Ladders are apparently really hard. (laughs) Sure, yeah. And then we have challenge factor, Nick. Ah, I gave this a 1.0. I gave it a 2.0, but I, I could go further down. You're right. I mean, it's not bad at all. You have tons of health. You've got refillable health. You've got passwords. Pass- like, it's, and you can choose the levels. Yeah, it's... Uh, and and the bosses are barely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was never like, I got to f- check out how to beat this level, or I'm confused, or Let me go online and like, look at the patterns for this boss, or yeah, what yeah. to do. It's all... I mean, it's... Even the boss that we both had no clue how to defeat... We both defeated without barely. T- well, you did it with you did it without taking any damage. It's yeah. It's it, it's a very basic game that's dressed up really nice. You know. Yeah. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, not at all. Oh, which brings us to theme and fun. I give it a three I went four I could. I mean, I was thinking about it because it is a fun game. Yeah, I said it's a blast. And for me, not only is it just fun, I think that the theming is really cool. Like the different levels are distinct different worlds and they yeah. also have a cool lived-in feel like you said there's the freezer to that one area yeah, you know if yeah. you go to the rocket stage it's like interior and the exterior of the rocket ship for the most part you know the enemy designs are cool if they're not like you know you're not like fighting pirate robots on the ship level or anything right. so they're not really themed in that way but they're they're fine 
And for the most part, it's just a fun, easy game to just plow through. Yeah, definitely. Which brings me to the final question of the show. Should you play this game, Nick? I think everyone should play this game. Yeah, agreed. I am sorry that I let the whatever it was keep me from playing it for all these years. <laughs> well, this is this is a game that, while I do enjoy it, if I had purchased it back in the day, I might be a little dissatisfied. I think I would agree. It's definitely, if I would have rented it, I would have really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And in the world of, you know, <clears throat> free games, or, you know, <laughs> perhaps if you're a collector that finds this on the cheap, it's definitely one that, if you see it, pick it up, because it is just a really nice way to spend a couple hours. Next week's game will be X-Men for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. So find a copy of that game any way you can. Grab your controllers and play along friends. I guarantee it will be more fun than the Nintendo X-Men. <laughs> it's a safe bet, I think. Definitely. And remember, if you guys or gals want to get a hold of us for any reason whatsoever, you can do it at cartridgecommand at gmail.com and we will read your communiques. We will also get back to you if you hit us up on the Facebook at Cartridge Command or on the Twitterverse at Cart Command, where we let you know when new shows drop. So please check those things out. Or you can always subscribe to the show through whatever device you are listening to this podcast on right now. It's the best way. It is the best way to find it because I'm not going to lie. It's not always up first thing in the morning on Wednesday, but it will always <laughs> usually be up before the end of the day. It will find its way to you. And, of course, we must give a special thanks to those fine and wonderful folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command because it's their hard-earned dollars that they give to us every month that makes this show actually happen. Yeah, they're the agents in the levels. Without your passcodes, we would never make it to the final boss. Oh, no. So thank you all so very, very much. And, as always, cartridge commandos, game on! What an interestingly specific year. Yeah, I'm guessing, what, it's 100 years away from, well, no, it'd be 1,100. Yeah, weird. Yeah, okay. <laughs>